This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. WRKS Pickens Jackson. It's all coming back from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. And there it comes again. Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. What is that? What is that? The Zone. Well, good morning. Welcome in. We're live from. RPT commercial, Rick's Pro Truck, four years. I can't believe it when uh, Mike Wilkerson told me that this morning. I can remember walking in here when they were building this thing out, and uh, it's been four years, and it's been a grand slam. Rick's Pro Truck, RPT commercial, Highway 80 in Pearl, across from Miskelly Furniture. And we're here today, excited to be here. Uh, We've been to the... Flowood location broadcast from there several times, and Gluckstadt, and now RPT Commercial in Pearl by the airport. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9. Let you know what's going on this weekend. So we got MRA football on 105.9 The Zone, Mississippi State football on Saturday, and the New Orleans Saints football on 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Who that? Who dat? <laughs> Who dat saying they're going four and thirteen? Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. Was that don't not keep I, doing that? I don't remember the chant. Is that not how it goes? Yeah, that's not nice. Oh, we we have a lot of Saints fans, <laughs> and they sent us to the NFL draft, which was super nice. Thank God they sent us before they got back. Well, they, and they made a good pick. <laughs> they did Olave. make a good pick. Look, Chris Olave Chris looks like Olave the best from Ohio State. He looks like the best receiver in the league right now as a rookie, like best rookie receiver. He's I should say, big time. And they, they remember they moved up to get yes, him. which we were all mind blown by. <laughs> I remember sitting there and we were all like, "I'm sorry, what?" So we thought they were going to take a QB right at the time. It's like, "There's why else would you trade up?" And then no, they didn't. They uh, they took Chris Olave and look, he looks amazing. The he rest does look good. the rest of the team doesn't look good. And we're going to play the Seahawks this weekend. Yes, and the Seahawks scored a, a about a billion points. What was that? Here's 45, what's 42? here's what's wild about the NFL. Through 
four weeks, five weeks of the season, Geno Smith with the Seahawks looks better than Russell Wilson with the Broncos. No, you're right. I, I, no, it's, it's not even say. like an argument. Like it's it's like by a large margin, Geno is playing better than Russell Wilson. Right, right. right. I'm right, mind blown. And we'll ask Steve Palazzolo about that um, coming up at 830. Uh, NFL Insider, Pro Football Focus. Uh, Steve Palazzolo will join us um, at 830 on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. This hour is brought to you by the Great Stakes at Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601 601- Nine nine five one zero five nine. Twitter handle at Bowbounds, and your Ag Up Equipment text line is six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. Now we've got the text coming in left and right on winning the three hundred dollars worth of WeatherTech merchandise from RPT Commercial. Um, Justin decided to uh, go crazy in a good way today. We're throwing in another giveaway now. You, again, you got to enter via the text line, 601-885-3776. And here is the second giveaway, compliments of Rick's Pro Truck and RPT Commercial. Orca Walker Tote Cooler, soft side cooler, retails for $225. Blake wanted to take one earlier, but Rick is sitting by me, so he can't. And Mike's kind of got his eye on us. So Blake's not going to be able to get it out of the dealership or shop and into his car. But we've got the uh, Orca coolers to our left. And there is give and wait till you hear about giveaway number three in an hour. He's on he can't. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think we'll have a good time. I'm definitely stealing a cooler, so sorry, Justin. Um, it's going to be tough for you guys. You'll have to figure out how to hide that or something like that. <laughs> So that's a good giveaway, too. Retails at $225, compliments of RPT commercial. And uh, thank you for Rick and Justin Estel for uh, these giveaways today. Our listeners are jumping in. I see you all. You want them. Come get them. That's how you enter, and you could win one of these two awesome prizes. We'll drop the third prize in about 45 minutes as far as that giveaway. Um, Let's switch gears here for a second. it's National Coaches Day, and we were talking about we've got two coaches, well, more than that, with Coach Prime and Deion Sanders, and Jackson State's beating everybody by 20, 30, 40 points, and he's just doing a heck of a job. But what he did is he just went out, got the most talent, which is smart, and uh, gives them a lot of wiggle room, right, and increases your margin for error in, a, in any game but in football, and Coach Prime's getting it done. Boy, was I wrong on um, how that was going to be and look because uh, he's going to parlay this into something else. I just – we don't know what it is. Uh, The one thing that I've heard that surprised me about Deion Sanders, because he's so engaging, big personality, people person, you know, salesman, all these are good things, Uh, connects with kids – Right, uh, kid magnet in a good way, um, and well, you don't ever know this day and age when you throw things out, okay? And and so here's the deal, though. I have been told by people who would know that he's not good at interviewing. But here's the deal: if you know somebody can do something, 
Do you really well, want to get bogged down in whether or not somebody's but, a good, good in interview? I agree with that because apparently Joe Moorhead was a great interview. So that's I, I, see, I, I get all that. Yeah. Here's my problem. So is Joe Judge. What do you actually know that Dion does well other than recruit to Jackson State? Because I actually haven't seen like, – like is he – out coaching people at Jackson State, or is this a case of I'm Alabama's roster playing Mississippi high school football teams? I don't like. I'm not saying he can't go to a Arizona State, Florida State, or someone like that and recruit gangbusters. Right. I think he can. I think his ability to relate to players of that age will always be there. That's not the issue. The issue is. When he has to face three teams a year that are as talented or better than him and have good coaching, what is Deion Sanders as a head coach? Because we have yet to see Deion Sanders have to out-coach anyone. No, and I could apply that to a bunch of guys. Well, Lincoln Riley has right. yet to really have to out-coach anyone. He's been the most talented player everywhere he's gone. Right. Ryan Day. Coach Prime's going to get a He'll, oh, he will get a shot. He'll get an opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, whether it's Arizona State's AD who has ties to the NFL or or someone else. Um, it's also National Mad Hatter Day. You remember that stuff with Les Miles for years? Uh, he's he's the Mad Hatter because of his chaotic play calling decisions, right? Yeah. People And the way his hat would sit on his head. Well, and he ate grass. So he always looked like he was wearing a, a kid's size hat. Yes. On a on a Kind of a skull that he, was he, a large. He and Slack Room uh, shopped at the same hat store. I agree with that. I agree. Shopped with at that. the same hat. Boy, store. that was some bad gear, wasn't it? Back yeah. in that oh four oh five. Don't range. you don't you dog Russell Athletics? How well, dare I'm not, you? I'm not here to dog, dog <laughs> Russell. I, I was just saying uh, there was uh, terrible gear, zero creativity, terrible. I mean, gear. Granted, Larry Templeton would have never had a meeting on. Hey, how do we look cooler or do better? You know, or have better uniforms or, or what? No, you're 100% right. I think the Mad Hatter nickname for Les Miles came because in some of the biggest games of his career against Florida, against Alabama, he against Auburn, he would call trick plays in the most you know crazy situations. Remember the over-the-head field goal fake? They snap the ball to the holder, and then he tosses it blindly over his head, yeah. and the kicker catches it on the hop. Runs it in for a touchdown. They beat like that was Les Miles. He was a little analytical, so to speak, in his going for it before it was cool to be analytical, right? Dude, yeah, no doubt. We we just had a guy write a poem on the text line. That's how bad he wants that orca cool. You know, I read a poem one time when you were off the air. Yeah, or when you were gone. Yeah, this is pretty good. Uh, we'll have to read it on the his, other side. His name is Sip Goat. Well, <laughs> must be an Ole Miss fan. <laughs> Well, I don't know, though. I mean, I, I know, uh, you know, Lane Train mentions party to the sip, party in the sip. You got to bring it to the sip. Yeah, bring it That's to the right, sip. That's right, baby. What was the sweatshirt he was wearing last week? I don't sip? know. Come to the sip. Transfer to the Transfer sip. Transfer to the sip. That's what it was. All right. Uh, out of bounds, ESPN 1059 The Zone, brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Superior.ms. We're live from RPT Commercial at the airport in Pearl. ProTruck.com. RPT Commercial. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Out of Bounds. Brought to you by Went McGee, the Mortgage Man, MortgageManMS.com. MortgageManMS.com. He'll shop the best rates for you. Went McGee, good morning. Welcome in. We're live from RPT Commercial, Rick's Pro Truck, um, Highway 80, Pearl Airport, across from Muskelly Furniture. I want to thank Rick and Justin Estel and Mike Wilkerson and the team for hosting the Out of Bounds show. We've now hit the trifecta. We have broadcast from Rick's Pro Truck in Flowood, RPT Gluckstadt, and now RPT Commercial, rickspro-truck.com. We're giving away some awesome stuff today. Continue to come on in. $300 worth of WeatherTech merchandise. Uh, that's one giveaway. And then another one is an Orca cooler. Uh, it's a tote cooler, soft side cooler, retails for $225. And then we're going to have a, uh, something else here in about 30 minutes. So three great giveaways powered by RPT Commercial and Rick's Pro Truck. Uh, I'm your host, Bo Bounce. I've got Blake Mania with me. We're about to drop some audio from Dave Bartu discussing Jimbo Fisher it's National Coaches Day, and uh, one thing that I think we all, we love coaches. They're quirky. Um, they're they're weird. They're hard-headed. Um, so many of them are talented. Uh, some are not. Um, you know, we, we, we've got amazing coaches in, in this state. Uh, we've had some that have come through that didn't last long. And uh, like Ellis Johnson, who went 0-12. Um, but, you know, and I like. Coach Johnson, I've hung out with him. He is a really nice man, but I didn't know he was going to go zero and twelve. In fact, I would have probably guessed he would have gone six and six or seven and five that year. But it happens, um, and and crazy things happen. So uh, I've covered when I started this show, I was covering Jackie Sherrill and David Cutcliffe, and it literally flipped within a year to Ed Ogeron and Sylvester Croom. E Hall, baby. Um, Jeff Bauer was the head coach of Southern Miss, and Jackson State was in disarray. Now they've got their act together, and Coach Prime is winning and winning big. So we've gone through the whole deal, man. As far as Ole Miss, I've been through David Cutcliffe, Ed Ogeron, Houston Nutt, Hugh Freeze, Matt Luke, and Lane Kiffin on the air. Mississippi State side, Jackie Sherrill, speaking of National Coaches Day, Jackie Sherrill, Sylvester Croom, Dan Mullen, Joe Moorhead, the Pirate, Mike Leach. Give me your best and worst of those that entire group. Best and worst. Best coach, worst coach out of that entire group. 
in honor of National Coaches Day. Best. Like if I told you, if I told you right now, you have a four-year window. You got to hire one of them, and then I told you you have a four-year window, and you can keep yourself from having one of them. I.e., the worst. Oh well, today, several years ago, I would have picked Dan Mullen. Today, I'd pick Lane Kiffin. Okay. Uh, the one that I would stay away from. No matter what. No matter what. Would it be Joe Moorhead or Sylvester Crow? I, I I think you could go you couldn't go wrong with either. I'm gonna say Moorhead. Because Moorhead had more and did and did nothing That's with it. That's true. Crew yeah, came yeah. in Kroom, for an Kroom absolute disaster. In and, and and unfortunately well, fortunately, if you're an Ole Miss fan or another, but unfortunately, Cheryl had let it go because in in '01 and '02, yeah, uh, it got ugly. Hold on, and three. Sorry, yeah, J- Cheryl's last three years were losing. It seasons. got it got ugly. Speaking of National Coaches Day, before we go to this bar two audio on Texas A and M, to highlight how sad and unhappy A and M fans are, yesterday on Paul Feinbaum's show, I don't know if you know this, it still exists. Um, it's in the afternoon on SEC Network. Uh, they got to fill dead time. Uh, a and M fan called into Feinbaum's show and just let everyone know a hitman is a lot cheaper than ninety five million dollars. <laughs> a caller called into yeah, Feinbaum. Yeah, I just, and said I that? just want you to know <laughs> that a hitman is cheaper than ninety five million dollars, and he's not wrong. On the interweb, it's like ten grand. So, I mean, I'm just saying, A&M fans are already, they're they're business, they're shrewd business people. That's all they are. Can you imagine Feinbaum's face when he heard that? (laughs) If he wasn't asleep, no, I bet it was great. Somebody pointed out, too, that, you know, the last time a listener called in with a crazy concocted story, the trees at Auburn actually died. Yeah. (laughs) You better be careful on that Feinbaum show now. Those fans are crazy. (laughs) Uh, South SEC fans are, yeah. and A&M fans are right now at the bottom of the barrel in terms of sadness because what is misery defined as? It's expectation versus reality. Their expectations were here, way up at the roof. They're at the top of RPT's, you know, twenty foot ceilings, and their expectations are underground. They're in the mechanic bay down below the the floor. Uh, I mean, it's it's brutal to be an A&M fan right now. It is. It is. We've all been there when you. You know, when your expectations were high and when your team's not even coming close to meeting those. Not even close. And you really don't know what the solution is right now in, in College Station because... You thought you paid for it. Right. You thought you bought the solution five years ago. They keep saying we bought a national championship coach when there was a little bit of a mirage there. Oh, or Maybe a, lo- a lot. A lot of bit of a right? mirage. Yeah. I mean, we've had guys that can bottle it and win a championship and it's whether it's a quarterback in the NFL or, or a coach in the NFL or a coach at the collegiate level. What's the difference in Gene Chizik and, Nick's, and uh, Jimbo Fisher? Jimbo started under Saban. That's the only difference. Yeah. There is no difference. They each needed a premier, once-in-a-generation quarterback to win one title. That's all Gene Chizik ever did. You know did. what Will Muschamp Jim- has told? Uh, you know, Sexton, Jimmy Sexton, the, the super agent, represents everyone. Will Muschamp <laughs> and Jimbo Fisher. You know Muschamp has sent sexton a text in the last couple weeks and said i can i can do a better job at a&m no doubt yeah who here's the real question who who else has sent that text because lane train there are a lot of coaches who are sitting at good programs to to moderately great programs going i could go to well think about all the big 12 the big 12 is loaded with coaching talent right now right now i'd argue that's the most impressive coaching group 
of young ta- of young talent. Lapold, Aranda, Campbell, uh, Kleiman, Gun. These guys can flat. Yeah. I know. I know the league's not exciting, and they don't have near as much top end talent. It's good football. I mean, it's some, fun to watch. Some of yeah. these guys are going to end up at better. Correct. Bigger programs. Correct. But these dudes can flat out X and O. Yeah. They they understand what they want to do. They know what to do. It's with why Brent Venables and Jeff Levy are getting worked through. I mean, it's going to keep happening too. No, it's going to keep happening. I know. Somebody the, said his Venables. Big Twelve has some really good coaches. Yeah. Somebody said his Venables allergic to purple now that he left Clemson because he lost to back to back purple schools. That's pretty. Funny. <laughs> Kansas State and TCU. Oh, yeah. K State and TCU do have. <laughs> and and similar. by the way, Oklahoma, the number nine recruiter in the country, lost to Kansas State the number 69 recruiter in the country, and TCU, the number 37 recruiter in the country. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. You know? I don't, what do I do with that? I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, that's you're losing to TCU and Kansas State? Uh, Stephanie's got a great text. A&M bought Nick Saban but got less miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Nick Saban from Wish. That's what it, they 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 got on wish.com and ordered Nick Saban and and Les Miles showed up. That's the oh text my of gosh. the day right there. I don't know is that a shot at Les Miles cuz he's probably better than Jimbo. Who'd you hire right? Who would you hire? Okay. Assuming uh, we know the baggage about all the, of Les Miles. Correct. We're yeah. just talking about on the field for a okay. second. Okay. All right. Uh, who would you hire, Les Miles or Jimbo Fisher? They're they're both so antiquated. Here's why. They don't understand the value of play calling. Heck no. Absolutely not. And we didn't in the game for years. Hey. We didn't recognize like how incredible a play caller Bill Walsh was. Yeah. Eric Coriel, yeah. Steve Spurrier, Absolutely. Mike Leach, twenty and thirty and forty years ago. We just didn't we didn't understand that you should pay those people an enormous amount of money because it's so yeah. va- it's such a valuable skill and talent. We we'll have to do this when we get back after Palazzolo, but I played this game yesterday with a friend of mine. Where is Jimbo in the 16 SEC schools including Oklahoma, Texas? I've got Jimbo at best as the 13th best coach in the league. I think that's about right. Mm. Stephanie with the great text on the Ag Up Equipment text line. If you're in the market for a tractor, Deer, America's Tractor Ag Up Equipment. We are live from RPT Commercial. RicksProTruck.com. RPT Commercial, Highway 80, Pearl by the airport, across from Muskelly Furniture. Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, coming up next on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. 
After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Blake, after this interview, I want to hit this. Keith Carter's living right. I mean that that <laughs> yeah. Lane Kiffin hire. Yeah, he he he's got a lot of. And runway. he got a Bianco title, so he got to extend him and not deal with baseball for another right. four years. He didn't want to. Do, the last no. thing he wanted to do, no. was walk in uh-uh. and have to fire Mike Bianco. Because odds are you're not you're hiring three coaches in the period that you had one. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, whatever Keith Carter's doing, he's living right. I mean, you literally couldn't ask for Making a million dollars a year yeah. as an athletic director at Ole Miss. Yep. And he hired Lane Train, and Lane had grown up. We weren't sure, and Lane had grown up, and he's a grown-up, and he's leading the program, you know, won like 17 to 20 games. Yeah. And he's just on this – if he wasn't in the SEC West, they would be talking even more about him. But it's so hard to get any kind of space and oxygen with – brands like Alabama and LSU. Ole Miss's 13 games in a row, one at home, tied for seventh in the country in longest home win streaks. That's strong, too. Lane All Kiffin. right. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Rick's Pro Truck. RPT Commercial, that's where we are today. Pearl Airport, Highway 80, tires and wheels, uh, spray and bed liners, lift kits. But, of course, they are in the commercial fleets, vans, company trucks, uh, business here at RPT Commercial. Of course, they've got Rick's Pro Truck, RPT in Glugstat, and uh, RPT Rick's Pro Truck in Flowood, too. Rick'sProTruck.com. We welcome in uh, our friend, NFL Insider, podcast, senior analyst, numbers guru, Steve Palazzolo, PFF.com, Pro Football Focus. And Steve joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. So, uh, Steve Palazzolo, uh, the Saints play uh, two and a half hours down the road. We're talking to the general manager of this dealership where we are today. He's got season tickets, and which a lot of people in the metro area here do. And um, the Saints will host the Seahawks. Steve, and I thought Blake brought up a good point. We want to throw it out to you. Why is Geno Smith playing better in Seattle than Russell Wilson in Denver? Because Russell Wilson's a Hall of Fame QB. Good question so far. Um, I would say, first off, it's a small sample size before we overreact. Uh, Fair enough. Maybe Geno Smith's been underrated for years. We we hadn't seen Geno Smith play for an extended period of time since 2014, 2015. And, you know, Russell Wilson may be regressing a little bit later in his career here. And you've got him in a new system and a whole new situation there. So it's only four weeks in. So I know it's a good story and we don't, you know, but I'm not going to overreact just yet. But Geno Smith's playing well and he deserves credit for that. He's playing extremely well, making good decisions, throwing the ball extremely accurately. And, uh, yeah, he's just looking good so far for the Seahawks. Who do you like? Um, all right, they're coming off a 48-45 game last weekend. And so the Seahawks are against the Lions. God bless Dan Campbell. Mr. Kneecap Biter just can't buy a break. But uh, it's Saints minus five and a half. Seahawks in New Orleans, 
Noon kickoff for us, 1 o'clock for your uh, your time. Steve, who do you like in that game and why? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one with, um, you know, I, I think the Saints are much better than a 1-3 and three team. You know, they, they have, even with Michael Thomas hurt, they have offensive firepower. They have uh, a tough defense. And Seattle's an interesting team because their defense has just been horrible pretty much this whole season. And in last week, kind of summed it up, having a 48 to 45 game where they're, the Seattle offense has potential. It's not they weren't lighting up the scoreboard leading up leading up to that game, but Geno had been playing well. They always have that big play potential with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They have a young offensive line, two uh, two rookie tackles starting to come together. I, I like the Saints to win. It's a big number. But I like the Saints to win and bounce back, whether it's Jameis or Andy Dalton under center. Dalton looked pretty good, I, I thought, last week in, in London against the Vikings. Um, you know, he's Andy Dalton. He's, he's not going to go carry a team a lot, you know, and to win games. But I think Dalton can throw the ball accurately, spread the ball around. And, you know, Chris Olave looks, looks very good as a rookie. I think the Saints playmakers are starting to come together. So I like the Saints in this one. I think they're, again, they're a better – they're better than their one and three record would suggest, and I think they are going to be one of the toughest teams, you know, week in week out because of their defense, because of what they can do sure. on the back end. Marshawn Lattimore not a great matchup against Justin Jefferson last week, but any given week, Lattimore can play that shutdown ball on the outside. So, yeah, I, I do like the Saints. Okay. You mentioned Chris Olave. You know, the reason why the Saints got him is because Blake and I were at the NFL draft in Las Vegas, um, and we were wearing Saints pullovers at the time. I know. Can you believe it, Steve? Blake had to wear Mr. Dallas Cowboy. When we got there to the hotel, uh, they had us um, Saints pullovers. And so, of course, I was cool with it. Blake started, you know, kind of mouthing off and complaining about it having to put it on i'm sitting there thinking these he people the have paid for like a he wanted the star. yeah yeah he wanted the star but chris alave i mean i know you just hit on it but th- this looks like a-, a good pick and they moved up to get him but as you tell us all the time you have to have receivers that can make explosive plays right yeah, and, and I think all the receivers at the top of the draft look good so far. You know, Drake London's been pretty good for the Falcons. Garrett Wilson, those guys have been fantastic, really, for their teams. Even Jahan Dotson, who went after Chris Olave, has looked good. We haven't seen Jamison Williams yet. But, you, you know, Olave's adding a, a big play component here. Um, he's always a good route runner. He's got good speed. Um, we saw him finally get into the end zone the other day. But, you know, he's, he's, I believe he's leading the rookies in receiving yards. And Anderson, he's right up there in PFF receiving grade, but it could have, it could be even more. You know, Jameis missed him a couple times against the Bucks when he got behind the defense. You know, so it could be even more for Alave. And so I know Michael Thomas has been hurt. It would be great to still have him, but um, Alave has a, has brought a different dimension to this offense, and I think he is he is capable of creating those explosive plays, much like he did at Ohio State. So if they get a quarterback, they could be dangerous next year, um, according to Steve Palazzolo talking about Houdat Nation and the New Orleans Saints. They, uh, they'll host the Seattle Seahawks um, this weekend, noon kickoff. Uh, Steve's joining us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Let's stay in the Ohio State family. Justin Fields, we've talked to you uh, in the spring – we, we hammer you on who's good, who can make it, who can, whose game can translate to the NFL, especially at the quarterback position. 
Uh, for a long time, blue blood quarterbacks have not fared well in in the NFL. They they don't have to elevate people around them. Um, they don't have wins above talent. You know things like that that people are starting to track. Uh, now there are exceptions, and and we know that as far as some guys coming out of blue bloods that are really good. But I know that the Chicago Bears have been a lot like, well, the Texas A&M Aggies recently dysfunctional. And Chicago's really never played good defense. When they were good in the 80s, and I went to that Super Bowl when they won with Walter Payton, they just pounded the rock and played great defense. Um, So they never had a modernized offense. Is this more on the franchise and the hires? Or are you thinking that Justin Fields may not be a, you know, legit, at least pretty good QB, Steve? I mean, I don't want to, you know, speaking to the history of the Bears, I mean, obviously they, they've tried a lot of different things and just, you know, they just haven't really found uh, the right quarterback over the years. I, I think there are plenty, of, there are a lot of concerns with Field. You know, I, I, I'm i trying to separate his supporting cast at the moment because they do have a bit of a makeshift offensive line. They've played a little bit better than expected, but last week we kind of saw what I was expecting this year was a, a lot of pressure. You know, it's a challenge, you know, a challenging uh, situation for Justin Fields. They don't have the best playmakers. You know, you've got a Darnell Mooney out there, but it's a, it's a makeshift wide receiver tight end unit. It's a team in, tra- in transition that's trying to figure out what they have in Justin Fields. Now, all that said, what we're seeing from Justin Fields is concerning. You know, he's, he's got 34 completions on the season. We're four weeks in. Oof. I mean, he's got 34 completions all season. And uh, our, my colleague, Good Mike Renner, pulled out a stat the other day. He's been pressured 49 times and has five completions on those plays. I mean, that's that's just crazy. And I, I think Field, he just holds the ball so long. And, you know, even there, there was early play the other day. He's rolling out. He's got a guy in the flat. You know, that's the play. And he just didn't throw it. And he ended up taking a sack. You know, it's like those types of plays there are easy plays quote-unquote easy plays expected plays that he's missing and and i thought that he'd be able to make up with that with really good accuracy and you know even if he was a little bit you know holding the ball a little bit too long he was going to squeeze in some tight window big time throws he's only got one big time throw this year so i would be concerned about fields and you know the fact that he's been sacked 16 times has 34 completions the sack totals usually on the quarterback more than the offensive line. And I think that is an issue right now with Fields and, you know, what he's going to become. Uh, we still don't know, but it's concerning at this point. Hold on. I want to hit on that. The the, the sack, because you guys drill down on all these numbers and analytics and patterns and trends. We're visiting with Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus. If you want to go to a great site and see what he just referenced, pff.com. Um it can also help you in fantasy and all sorts of other ways, which Blake finally drafted a good fantasy team for us this year. <laughs> About damn time after what happened the last couple of years. But anyway, uh, so, Steve, walk me through that because I, I, you dropped that nugget, but I think there could be a lot there. The majority of the time, sacks are on the quarterback, not the offensive line, because they either hold it too long, wrong read, or don't go the right way in the pocket. What, what's going on there? Tell me more. Yeah, I mean, so from our perspective at TFF, too, you know, we're grading every player on every play, and we're looking at each of the linemen and saying, okay, how well do they block their guy? And if they get looked quickly, they're going to get a really bad grade. 
And But what you see is like a guy like Tom Brady, there was a play the other night where Brady gets the ball out in about 1.9 seconds. His left tackle got crushed. Like his left tackle lost faster than that, which is really bad. But Brady had it out, and he was throwing a 15-yard back shoulder. So it, there, was, there wasn't even pressure because he's getting rid of the ball so quickly. So you can, you can, excuse me, you can isolate the blockers from sack totals. So once the blocker loses, you know, it's on the quarterback to find the open man, to uh, maneuver the pocket, to make quick decisions. Um, so, you know, pass, you don't want to have bad pass blocking, obviously, but good quarterbacks can overcome it and hide it a little bit by making quick decisions, getting rid of the ball. Now, part of that is also on receivers getting open quickly. That is one way to protect your offensive line. You need open, open receivers. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it, but what we found is that stack totals year to year are pretty highly correlated to the quarterback more than the pass blocking performance. So when you okay. when you see those stats on TV, like oh blame the offensive line, this guy's been sacked 50 times, it's usually the quarterback because you know Peyton never Peyton played behind bad offensive lines. Brady's played behind bad offensive lines, and very rarely Drew Brees. Those guys don't get sacked a lot because they're the driver. They're getting rid of the ball, and you know they're finding open receivers. So I'm not saying you blame the okay. quarterback 100. percent That's never the case in football, but it's you know usually guys that get sacked a lot. It's pretty consistent year over year. So it's uh, holding the ball too long and not having pocket presence. So where you're going with that is guys like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees just have off the chart. First of all, they can get it out of their hands, too. They understand where they want to shift and move in the pocket, right? Yeah, exactly. And look, there, there are quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson have had successful careers with high sack rates. It's not like it's impossible, but you have to offset that with special plays, right? And obviously those guys have, gotcha. you know, with, okay. with creating chunk plays down the field. So you can offset that if you're making special throws, but, you know, fields just isn't at this point. And it's just, it's such a run heavy offense. It's, it's interesting. They're, they look like they're trying to protect Justin Fields as well. The fact that he has only dropped back 100 times in four games, they're trying to protect him. All right, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. We're live from RPT Commercial, Rick's Pro Truck, ricksprotruck.com. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Blake? Yes, Steve. So, so far through four weeks, the Dallas Cowboys defense has been phenomenal. Um, They haven't given up 20 points in a single game. They've got 15 sacks, four takeaways. Um, They've been fantastic. The offense with Cooper Rush has been game management, play with uh, what you got, take what the defense gives you. I feel like the 49ers did that exact plan against the Rams on Monday Night Football, and it worked to a T. Cowboys are five-point dogs in L.A. this weekend against the Rams. Can the Cowboys mimic what the 49ers showed us on Monday Night Football and get a big win in L.A. without Dak Prescott and with arguably one of the league's top defensives? How do you feel about Cooper Rush being 3-0 and and Dak being 0-1 so far? This <laughs> I knew it was uh, coming. Steve, they're averaging 23 oh, points no. a game. I just no. told you. I just, no, Steve, I just told you. They haven't <laughs> I, given up 20 points yet in, as on defense. If Dak Prescott was in, they're averaging 40 points a game. The defense is still just that good, and you're beating these teams by 20 instead of by 7. Oh, boy. A little anger in your voice there. I hear it. I hear the <laughs> <laughs> um, Dallas? Dallas 
can they can try to mimic the Niners a little bit. I mean, the, the defensive part of it, for sure. I mean, it, it's also it's just so interesting to me. Football, such a matchup-driven game. We talked about it when the Saints played the Bucs, and I know the Bucs won this year, but the Saints match up well with the Bucs. And the 49ers, for whatever reason, just really have the Rams number. And, and again, I know they, they lost in the NFC Championship last year, but we're also a dropped interception away from the Niners winning like eight straight against the Rams. So that part's tough to mimic, the fact that the 49ers just have the Rams number. Schematically, both sides of the ball, they, do, they, just, they just give the Rams fits more than any other team. Now, all that said, the 49ers had Joey Bo- uh, Nick Bosa. He picks them up. Nick Bosa had 14 pressures the other night. He was unstoppable. The Rams have a wow. very leaky offensive line. They've had injuries. They've got youth. They've replaced Andrew Whitworth with Joe Nofum, who's been whooped a couple times by some of the best pass rushers in the NFL this year. So, Micah Parsons, Marcus Lawrence, that defensive front, absolutely, they can they can get after Stafford and create some pressure. Um, it, it might be tough moving the ball on the other side, though, because you don't have Kyle Shanahan, who just, again, seems to, or Debo Samuel, who, you know, takes a three-yard pass and turns it into a 57-yard <laughs> touchdown. So, um, you're going to have to play that style with Super Rush, but, yeah, I think it's going to be low scoring, and Dallas has to find a playmaker to make some of those plays like Debo made. But, yeah, the defense is capable of slowing down that Rams offense just because the offensive line has had some serious issues this year. Worst pass-blocking grade in the NFL so far three four weeks. Wow, how about that, Blake? Um, interesting. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, pro football focus, NFL insider, senior analyst, Steve Palazzolo, joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Steve, who do you have as the – it is early, but who's the best team? I think I know who you're going to say, but who's the best team in the NFC? I mean, the Eagles look like the best all-around team in the NFC. And in in that you know, but I, I don't I wouldn't doubt the Bucks still, and I wouldn't doubt the Packers because they they still have the quarterback advantage. The Bucks have played without most of their receivers for three out of four games, and then played the Chiefs. So I think the Bucks are going to be there in the end. The Packers are still going to be there in the end. The Eagles do look like a great all around team because of what AJ Brown's brought to that offense. The fact that they can win through the air, they can win on the ground. Jalen Hurts adding value as a runner. Their offensive line is fantastic, and their defense is playing so well. They've done such a good job building that secondary, that defensive front. Linebacker T.J. Edwards is playing as well as any linebacker in the league. So the Eagles, it does feel like 2017 when they made their Super Bowl run, somewhat out of nowhere. You know, they'd, they'd had a good foundation for a few years, and then they just put it all together in one year, and they were good from start to finish. It does feel like the Eagles are that good, but at the same time, you know, it doesn't mean you count out the Packers and the Bucks and, and the teams that have been there before because, in the end, you know, it's going to be a battle with those teams. But the Eagles are right up there. Niners could be dangerous as well as we've seen with their defense. Yes, that's a good point on Shanahan and the Niners. Great point there. That's something to keep an eye on. Um, Steve Palazzolo on the Out of Bounds show. If you had to make a bet today, 100 bucks, um, Bill Belichick w- will make it back to an AFC championship game before he hangs it up and goes to the beach or not, which way would you go? Oh, I'd bet against it. I'd say yeah. no. Mm. I mean, I, I just think mm. it is such a tough AFC. And on top of that, I think we've just seen the value of the quarterback. You know, I always have to preface this. You know, Bill Belichick's forgotten more about football than I know right now. You know, credit to him. Best coach of all time. But at the same time, without Tom Brady, it's a different team, obviously. And 
and he made he helped make Tom Brady. He deserves credit for that, but it doesn't mean he's going to help. It doesn't mean that you can easily make the next Tom Brady. So you know, we just have all this evidence of Brady going to a new team, winning seventy percent of his games there. The Patriots right. didn't after they lost him. I know it's not apples to apples all the time, but um, we just see the impact of the quarterback. Plus, I think the depth of the AFC at quarterback is going to be real challenging for the for the Patriots to to get back to that level without without just going on a run and, and you know having that one loopy type of season. Yeah, we've got two minutes. Uh, Blake's got a question. Steve Palazzolo on the Out of Bounds show. We're live from RPT Commercial in Pearl by the airport, Highway 80, uh, across from Miskelly Furniture, ricksprotruck.com. Blake? Yeah, uh, real quick, Steve. Battle for the AFC North. Bengals and Ravens meet on Sunday Night Football. Lamar, contract year, looks like he's having an MVP season through four seasons. On the other side, Burrow and the Bengals, fresh off the Super Bowl run, look not great. Your thoughts on Sunday Night Football and that battle of AFC North quarterbacks? I think the Ravens are probably a better team. I kind of like the Bengals matchup, though. They did well against the Ravens last year. I, I like the way they they match up. I don't know if the Ravens are going to attack the Bengals the same way other teams have, which is you know playing cover two and taking away some of those big plays. The Ravens don't like to play ball that way. So I think it's a good matchup for the Bengals. I think the Ravens are a better team, but I like Cincinnati this week. Okay. Man, I like some of these matchups this weekend. Of course, we, we say this every every week in the NFL, not not so much in, in college. Hey, I'm going to have the list to you good. by – Yeah. Hey, so New Year's Day, when you're hanging out and having fun, I'm going to shoot you my list of, of top NFL draft QBs. I've already got it, though. <laughs> so I already know, you know, I already know who's one, who's two. I'm ready I know now. Who's I want to hear it now. Well, here I, I can tell you this: uh, Will Levis, no; Hendon Hooker, yes. Okay, and uh, as the season unfolds, people are going to continue. Yeah, yeah, you, you you've got to get on board uh, the Hooker train. I don't know how that sounded on radio, <laughs> but um, so yeah, Bo, what'd you do today? Well, we I told one job, of my baby. guests, rewording that, yeah, that he needed to get on the hooker train, and and what I meant was Hendon Hooker. So anyway, uh, yeah, so C.J. Stroud one, Hendon Hooker two, but it'll yeah. be interesting to see what he does February through, uh, whatever, late March as far as the workouts. All right, buddy, have a great weekend. We appreciate it, Steve. Can't believe you're hating on Bama quarterbacks again. All right, thank you guys. <laughs> uh, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. He joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line, and we're live from RPT Commercial. Somebody asked us on the text line if they have tires and wheels. Yes, I'm looking at 40 of them right now, but they have plenty uh, in the back too. So, yes, uh, RPT Commercial, tires and wheels, among many other things. I'm looking in here, so we've got uh, WeatherTech. Kurt, Knack, WeatherGuard, Cam Locker, UWS, Ranch Hand, all powered and driven by RPT Commercial. RicksProTruck.com. That was fun, by the way, Blake. Steve Palazzolo was great. He liked to win this weekend against the Seahawks. Uh, this could be a scoring fest, though. We'll see what happens in NOLA. Uh, at noon on Sunday. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. CypressDepot.com. 
the leading supplier of hardwoods and cypress in the southeast. CypressDepot.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.